Jeff's, Jeff's Wonderland. Welcome to my wonderland, everybody. I'm Jeff Healy, and I know some of you will be listening to this show and thinking to yourselves, what the hell is all this rubbish? Well, the fact is that everybody has idiotic thoughts from time to time. But most of us are better at keeping those to themselves than others. So I'm one of the others. But in my defence, everyone, I do like to think that I voluntarily go to great lengths to think of all these things so that you don't have to. Anyway, a little bit about me first. I'm an Australian musician, singer, songwriter, comedian, writer and coffee enthusiast. I live in Germany and I work as a piano entertainer in Europe, um, mostly at the moment in Switzerland and Norway. Now, we're going to go straight into the show. This is episode 17 and this is probably the most exciting and in-demand part of Jeff's Wonderland. And yes, of course, you got it right, got it in one, it's theory time. Yo. You can't know what you can't know. I'm gonna tell you what I think I know. And I know what I know. This is what I know. Theory time. Yes, welcome back to Theory Time. Now, in one of the earlier episodes of The Wonderland, I touched upon the human instinct to identify problems and complain about them because the fact is, folks, we derive satisfaction out of complaining, given that it is a form of expression. You know, blowing off steam, if you like, and it's actually a type of entertainment, really, and something to temporarily distract us from actually getting on with enjoying our lives. Now, we tend not to think of things like paranoia and fear as forms of amusement, but I think we might need to reconsider this. Now, long before there was any type of entertainment, you know, I mean anything involving acting or music or literature, human beings would have had to just, I don't know, keep themselves amused with something, right? Right. I mean, you know, the hunting and the gathering and rearing children and cooking meals, that would have killed time. But if you were a prehistoric caveman and you wanted to chill out after a hard day of hunting and gathering and so on... I believe that regardless of whatever size brain you might have had, you probably did occasionally feel the need for a bit of mental distraction slash stimulation. You know, something a little bit more satisfying than looking at the sun go down whilst idly chipping away at a rock. And I truly believe that this is where and when and why conspiracy theories came into being. So let's imagine that there's a caveman called Og, who nobody likes because he's lazy and he smells bad and he's kind of sly and usually finds an excuse not to go out hunting and gathering with the rest of the boys because he says he's got a bad back. So one day the men come back from work having hunted and gathered and somebody notices that all the really useful rocks you know, the ones which are, you know, really good shape and which you don't need to chip too much off to make something useful out of, have all disappeared from around the settlement. Meanwhile, Og has a distant cousin named Splurg. Splurg is from an enemy tribe who is rumoured to be out to get as many good rocks as he can so that he can corner the good rock market and sell them back to Og's tribe at a huge profit in whatever caveman currency happened to be at that time. 
Nobody is sure, though. Nobody saw anything. Nobody can prove anything. But the tribe quickly realizes that this situation makes for some pretty interesting, juicy conversation around the campfire at nighttime. And so, folks, was born mankind's very first conspiracy theory. Now, the wonderful thing about conspiracy theories is that anybody can come up with them. They can be about a range of subjects or situations. They never need to be based on any type of quantifiable fact. And they can be enhanced by anyone at any time. All that's needed is enough bored people to believe them, and their continued existence is assured. Now, whether or not Og gets clubbed to death as a result of this is neither here nor there. The point is that this conspiracy theory is a welcome distraction from the dreary, difficult and dangerous lives our ancestors must have led. Is there any truth in conspiracy theories? Maybe. Probably. Probably not. Are they useful? Well, that depends whether you enjoy living your life or whether you get more enjoyment out of believing an upsetting but remote possibility backed up by no evidence and over which you very likely have no control. This is what I know. Theory time. Yes, that's another episode of Theory Time done and dusted. And we're now moving at breakneck speed towards the next segment. Uh, those of you who know the way I roll professionally will also know that I record albums. Um, being a singer-songwriter, I like to do something with the songs I've written. So to date, I've made six albums. Now, the fifth of those albums was a nifty little number recorded in Switzerland and Germany called a Canvas of My Memory. So we're now going to take a track off that, going to have a little bit of a talk about it, a little bit of analysis. I'm not going to play the whole song because that's what my music page on Spotify is for or any of your other streaming services. And you can go to my website, which is jeffhealy.com, to uh, gather other interesting information, all right? Anyway, without any further ado, I present to you a song called The Next Best Thing to You. Oh, and fun fact, ladies and gents, this is me playing guitar. This is actually one of the very few times I've played guitar on one of my own albums. I'm quite proud of that. Thought I saw your face I was sure I heard your name So I went by your place To see if it had changed You said you moved away Four years ago. I sound like a bit of a stalker. Where you went, they said they didn't know. No matter what I do, I just can't seem to find the next best thing to you. Got into my car. I do rather enjoy writing these the relationship songs. No the They're not about me, it's me. all made up. But, you know. It's a visual thing. If I can paint a picture with a song, then I'm happy. Yeah. Anyway, we're going to fade this one out now because I think you've heard quite enough. And if you'd like to hear more of that song uh, and the rest of my back catalogue, as it were, please go to the Spotify page and, um, or you can go to my website 
and you'll find links there to where my music is. So, folks, without any further ado, we are now heading towards the third regular segment in the Wonderland. And yes, I could only be talking about Jeff's Thought of the Day. Welcome to another Thought of the Day. Now, I want to talk to you today about a fairly serious subject, so I hope that you're all sitting down comfortably. And this is the subject of a common but rarely discussed psychological disorder. One of my family members has recently admitted to being an alcoholic. That's right, an alcoholic. This condition is particularly prevalent around the mountainous regions of southern central Europe, and given that we live within an easy view of the Swiss Alps, it's taking its toll in terms of excessive hiking, repeated trips to viewing areas, and so on. Now, there are no actual physical symptoms for the sufferer, but this little-known condition can be absolutely exhausting for other family members who are forced to become enablers by accompanying the addict on these what I can only call compulsive viewing excursions. If you suspect that a friend or loved one may be prone to alcoholism, I can only suggest that you look for the warning indicators, the so-called red flags, in this case, usually with white crosses on them, and also photographs or books or magazines about Switzerland. Get them removed from the house immediately and watch for the telltale signs, such as excessive cheese consumption, Alpenhorn music hidden in the CD collection, or comments about how nice it would be to visit St. Moritz. I think, I think it was the thought of the day. Yes, that was thought of the day, and we always like to help here on The Wonderland. Well, everyone, that brings us to the end of yet another program, but there's a lot more of Jeff's Wonderland in store, so please hit that subscribe button and do join me for the next episode. And if you'd like to drop me a line, you can get in touch at Jeff's Wonderland, all one word, at yahoo.com. In the meantime, keep breathing, keep on believing, and I'll be talking at you again real soon on My Wonderland. Gotta get back to Jeff's Wonderland. Gotta come back to the Wonderland. Jeff's Wonderland.